Now, welcome to the CatTunes podcast. I'm your host, Catherine Crowley. On this podcast, I'm going to talk about the stories behind my songs, the production tools that I've used, the production methods that I've employed, the instruments that I've played, the instruments that I've discovered, the arrangement methods that I've used, the real-life stories which precipitated the creation of my entire albums or of my separate tracks. So let's jump right into it, shall we? And uh, welcome you listening to the Cactus Podcast. This is episode 53, and today we're going to be talking about a song called Time to Fight. As I said on the previous episode of this podcast, we're heading right to the end of the Overcome album. Things are escalating quite, well, quite expectably so. Expectably, if there is even a word like this, expectably, I don't know. But in whichever case, things are... Things are ramping up, things are escalating, and uh, now there is this song, Time to Fight. Which is quite interesting in its own way, because the music for Time to Fight was written just partially. There was just a little sketch um, written back in 2007, I believe, which was a long while ago, like more than 13 years ago at this point. Uh, 15 years ago, that's a long while. Uh, there was a sketch with the main riff and um, with the melody and there was nothing else there was absolutely nothing else no lyrics uh, there was just the title as far as I remember time to fight and that's one of the peculiarities about this song because that's quite often how I go about things when I know that I'm working on an entire album I might have a title for a song no music for it, not even a melody, no lyrics at all, but the title is already there. So the title then entices me to go in a certain direction later on. I sort of know what what this song should be about. And there might be then later just a little bit just a little bit uh, a little bit of a sketch there, which I might make up and then you know just, keep it there, like, for example, I don't know. Time to Fight, back in the day, 15 years ago, um, it was supposed to be um, track 15 or 16 or something like that, because back then I didn't know how long the Overcome album is gonna be. Uh, and then in 2018, 2019, when I was getting to revise this uh, album and actually get to it and finish it completely, uh, finish what I've started a long while ago, uh, that's when this track, Time to Fight, occupied its place as basically two tracks before the end. Whichever track that is, 26th, I guess, um, in the very end. But not the last one, not the last one. So this idea of that first there is a title, uh, but there might be no lyrics at all, no idea what the song is about, 
no musical ideas at all, just a title, which is usually very short. This practice goes way back. I used to do things this way for a very long while. And the peculiar thing about this is that Time to Fight, the title for Time to Fight, it emerged back in 2007. I kind of knew that there's gonna be a time in my life when I will have to stand up and fight. I didn't know when is that time gonna come to pass. Back in 2007, I think I thought that it's gonna happen like in 2010 maybe, or it's maybe gonna happen next year, or maybe five years from then, in 2012, that it's gonna happen. I didn't know what's coming my way. I didn't have uh, any way of knowing my future, uh, apparently. I sort of had the feeling of that there are inevitable things that will happen. It's just a matter of time. It's not a matter of luck, it's just a matter of time. Like uh, the band 30 Seconds to Mars, like they sing in their song, um, Edge of the Earth. One of my favorite lines. It's not a matter of luck, it's just a matter of time. So, um, and then in 2019, when I finally, uh, when I was wrapping up the entire album, and I was writing in all the missing lyrics that weren't there, and I was finishing uh, going into those old Reason projects and finalizing writing sometimes entire songs from basically from a sketch, finishing every single song and uh, every single lyric on the album that was started back in 2006. That's when I finally got to Time to Fight. And this is when I sat down and I thought to myself, okay, so what am I gonna write about? Because this is, what, track 26. There are 28 tracks on the Overcome album. We're in the very end. Apparently now this is the modern times. It's not the old version of me from 2006 anymore. It's not me from 2010. It's not me from 2015 or 2016 with my then trials and tribulations. It's not me from 2017. No, it was me from 2019 trying to think on a broader scale about a lot of things. And at the same time, apparently, I was getting over a few things within myself. So, uh, and I think over the years, over the past five, ten years, I've conceptualized a lot of things, and um, I'd like to think that I got a better handle on reality. Or so, at least, I hope. So, uh, to summarize, Time to Fight is a song about standing up to darkness. And mind you, that darkness can take on different forms. It can, it can be, this song can be perceived, it can be understood as a more generic kind of call for standing up against evil, standing up for what's right. But it also has a personal edge because I, within myself, had to stand up to my old fears, to, the, to my old scars, to the old things that were ravaging my heart and my soul within me. I was on a cusp of a major change back in 2019. There was a lot of stuff that was changing very rapidly. Well, to begin with, in 2019, I arrived to the, to the United States, and uh, this is my new home country. 
So that was a huge uh, change in my life. But there were other changes and um, other challenges. So in order to be able to face those challenges and to move forward and hopefully win in this large battle, I had to conjure every bit of strength that I had within me and I had to sort of process things and rid myself of everything that was pulling me back. Everything in my past life, everything from my earlier life that was lurking there in the shadows and that was hunting me or that was hurting me, anything like that. So basically time to fight comes from this background. Um, and it is in the end of the Overcome album because this, it, everything, a lot of things lead up to this point where inevitably at some point in life this is the time to fight. Because if you run away or if you cower or if you show indecisiveness or anything like that, this might be your only opportunity. This might be your only chance. Uh, and if you don't find that courage within yourself, you might be done. And you will, you will sorely regret that further on. It might be too late. So let's read the lyrics and um, I will give some commentary where necessary but for the most part I don't think that there really is any commentary to be given because everything is pretty plain here so the song opens with uh, some screaming vocals which we will hear later on mm. it goes we fight until we're done we fight until we're done this means that we're going to be fighting you know me I'm going to be fighting against the darkness or against whatever it is that I'm fighting against, uh, until we're done. It's a fight until victory. It's not a fight for the sake of fighting. It's not a fight for the sake of just a mere process of, uh, look, I'm fighting for something. No, this is a fight with a goal. I want to defeat certain things. So that's why it says, we fight until we're done. And then there's the first verse. Dragged... Uh, dragging out my tattered heart onto a, f onto a flag, spilling out my anguished blood to set it on fire, pulling out my smoldered nerves into the dark, pouring out my ravished soul to fuel the rage. My aching beasts are vigilant. I've got them unleashed. So eager and, belliger and belligerent, it's time to fight. So, you see this first verse sort of sets, sets the mood for the entire song. And it's uh, musically, it is a very um, energetic track. It's a heavy track and it's very energetic. There's lots of screaming, there's a lot of um, heavy stuff going on there. But you see, the idea here is that dragging out my tattered heart onto a flag, that means that you sort of... Uh, it's like saying, in other words, uh, I don't remember who said this, Rod Fleming is using this expression uh, to nail your colors to the mast, you know? I'm saying the same thing, I'm saying it in different words. Dragging out my tattered heart onto a flag. It's like ripping out your heart, slapping it on the flag, and like, this is my flag. This is where I stand. This is what I stand for. And this is my flag. 
spilling out my anguished blood to set it on fire. And this is like, there is the idea of sacrifice here. In order to get things going, in order to win, you have to give it your all. So I'm spilling out my anguished blood and I set it on fire so that I can, uh, so that I can get some light, so that I can see through the darkness. And my own blood that is set on fire is gonna, is gonna light up the path and it will reveal, uh, reveal to me in the darkness the evil forces that I am fighting with, that I am fighting against. Uh, pulling out my smoldered nerves into the dark, pouring out my ravished soul to fuel the rage. See, rage occasionally is something that you really do need because you can't go into battle and be all conformist and all... Uh, no. It doesn't work that way. You have to get angry and you have to get enraged when necessary, otherwise you will never win. My aching beasts are vigilant, I've got them unleashed. So eager and belligerent, it's time to fight. So, the beasts... What that refers to is... Uh, my inner demons, my tamed demons. Which are like the beasts, and they are vigilant, and they are eager to fight, and they are eager to rip. And to kill. So these beasts that are dwelling in the dark corners of myself. They are there. I have them leashed. But now I'm unleashing them for this fight. And then there's the hook. It says, free and wild, my angels are hungry. I want to live, but die inside. Ardent child of pain and anxiety, once defiled, I'm happy now to fight. Free and wild, my angels are hungry. So this is, um, this line, free and wild, my angels are hungry. This uh, refers to the idea of the divine within the individual. And of course I'm writing about myself, but I'm hopefully, uh, I'm kind of hoping that other people can relate to this idea. Uh, my angels are hungry, that means that my thirst for divinity, for truth, for light, is driven by, metaphorically speaking, by the angels that live within myself, and they are hungry, they are free, and they are, all, they are wild, they are untamed. They demand of me, they push me towards the light, they push me towards seeking the truth, towards fighting, exposing the darkness and fighting it. I want to live but die inside. This idea, I want to live but die inside. What it is about, it, it says, uh, let me try to formulate this uh, properly. This is the premise for the battle. If there, if there wasn't this realization, if not for this realization of that I want to live and that I'm dying inside if I do not want enough to live, then there will be no battle. Then it doesn't make any sense, because if you do not have that inner drive to do anything about anything, you're just continuously dying within. You're just dying inside. If you're not listening to the angels who are hungry and free and wild and who are pushing you forward, if you are not hungry for divinity, then you're dying inside. 
that's the idea here. Ardent child of pain and anxiety, once defiled, I'm happy now to fight. So this, these two lines are about myself and about my scars, about my darkness. Then there is the next uh, verse that goes, Nothing quite compares to letting passion speak. Clawing through, once more I'm so alive and elated. Nevermore, you'll never wound me when I'm weak. This is war, we'll fight until I rip you apart. My playful beasts are vigilant, it's time to fight. So, this is pretty self-explanatory. This is about not allowing anybody to play on your weaknesses anymore. This is about tightening up everything, every single notch within yourself. And not allowing yourself to fall for cheap tricks or for manipulation or for gaslighting, brainwashing, for any of that jazz anymore. This is war. I'll fight until I rip you apart. It's about ripping through the liars, ripping through the darkness, ripping through manipulative, narcissistic, evil entities, ripping through all of that, and not allowing any of them to wound you, and, and not making yourself vulnerable to their tricks. That's what it's about. Then again, there's the hook. Free and wild, my angels are hungry. I want to live, but die inside. Ardent child of pain and anxiety, once defiled, I'm happy now to fight. And there's the middle part that goes, There's no place left to hide. I've seen the fears you've buried. I know it hurts inside. I'm in your purgatory. I ride my beasts into your night until I meet the dawn. My hungry angels give me sight. We fight until we're done. I ride my beasts into your night until I meet the dawn. My hungry angels give me sight. We fight until we're done. We fight until we're done. And then there's the last part. Again, um, a double hook. Free and wild, my angels are hungry. I want to live but die inside. Ardent child of pain and anxiety, once defiled, I'm happy now to fight. I'm wild, my angels are hungry, I want to live, but die inside. Ardent child of pain and anxiety, once defiled, I'm happy now to fight. I'm happy now to fight. I'm happy now to fight. So these are the lyrics for Time to Fight, as you can see, and uh, I don't really know should I even comment on that middle section, because uh, it's all pretty self-explanatory. This one, I ride my beasts into your night until I meet the dawn. This, this literally exemplifies the idea of it's going to be all the way to the end, I'm not going to back off. I have, there is, it literally says there's no place left, uh, left to hide, because there is no place to hide. There is no place to hide from the truth. There is no place to hide from the angels, and why would you want to? Why would you want to hide from the light? Unless you're insane. Unless you're not human. I've seen the fears you've buried. I know it hurts inside. I'm in your purgatory. So this is me talking to to the darkness within myself to the darker side of myself to to the shadow self you could say 
I've seen the fears you've buried. I know it hurts inside. I mean, your purgatory. So it's me going into that darkness and and going going to ruthlessly shred and rip that darkness apart. I'm gonna let out all of those buried fears and all of that pain. I'm gonna release all of it, and you're gonna feel it, and then you will be able to heal. You will get angry. You will fight it. But then it will allow you to heal. Because if you just sit on it, if you sit on it like on, um, I don't know, a tank of nuclear waste or something like this, it will eat through the walls, it will poison you, or it will explode. You can't do that forever. You gotta rip it apart. You gotta go all in. And that's why it says, I ride my beasts into your night. I'm riding the demons that I've already tamed. I'm sitting on their backs. These wild, powerful beasts, they carry me forth because they have the might. They have the power. Until I meet the dawn. My hungry angels give me sight. We fight until we're done. So my hungry angels, this is the divine. This is my connection with God. It gives me sight. My sight is aligned. My eyes are aligned. I'm seeking the truth. That, that's what these lyrics mean. That's what these metaphors mean. Uh, with that being said, let's move on to the next section, shall we? So here we go with the music analysis. Let's uh, listen to the beginning, to the intro of the song, which starts with uh, some really dark samples, kind of like turntable stuff. Let's listen to it. first verse. So, in the beginning, in the very beginning we have kind of like a simpler riff that goes something like this. 
when the electronic guitars kick in, that's what they're doing. Uh, and then as the drums build up and actually kick off into this riff, that's when we have the main riff. So it's an A, you see there are some added steps, let me simplify this, an A, a D sharp to an E, an A, G sharp to an A, then an A, C, D flat, a B flat, again the Phrygian minor, of chromatic motion. What a chromatic chromatic moment. Now let's listen to the verse. This is a pretty straightforward chord uh, chord sequence. So we well, we're starting in an A. And going into the hook. So, I'm giving you a very rough idea. I'm not even trying to really hit the notes in the melody, but just so that you understand the chord progression. Um. <laughs> I 
Let's see what's going on there. So the chord progression here is um, somewhat bizarre. So there is an A minor. D flat major plus seven. Back A minor. C major, then an F major uh, plus seven. And an E major uh, with the suspended fifth. piece itself.
Out. So you see, speaking in musical terms, it's a fairly simple song. Um, it is kind of, it sounds complicated because of all the chromatic motion, all the chromatic movement and all the um, quote-unquote riffing in the, in the electronic guitars and the bass line and that kind of stuff, but still it is a fairly a fairly simple song it doesn't have a lot going on there the verses have
yeah, that's all it is, basically. The last line. Then there's the bridge. The bridge. Um, and goes into the hook, and uh, and that's it. Basically, those are all the parts. Yeah, there is some more chromatic action going on in the middle section of the song, but all it boils down to, the, the key doesn't change the melodies. There is not really that many melodies. Um, and it's a simple part song. Not too long, not too short, just, you know, and yeah, sure enough, it's heavy and there is some screaming and yelling and whatnot going on. And I apologize for uh, not being able to nail things right away. Uh, with my voice, I'm not warmed up at all, uh, and um, it's not an easy song to sing, quite frankly. So, uh, with that being said, let's move on to the next section, shall we? So as you can see, um, Tantified is, well, a very energetic track, and uh, it is pretty brutal. Um, and it's about the fighting spirit, essentially. It's about facing uh, the things that you're most terrified with, the things that uh, terrorized you for the longest time, and standing up for things that you believe are right and true. And frankly, quite frankly, there is not a lot of things that are worth doing that, but they are universal, I'd say. Things like love, things like life, things like God, things like the light, things like the truth. It's universal. These are universal things. So while I was writing this song and I was um, taking these metaphors, I was, I was basing these metaphors on my own life on my own life experience and what happened to me personally. I was trying to generalize the message because I believe that it applies pretty much to everybody because everybody got their demons and everybody got their shadow self and everybody got their darker corners and everybody got their fears and scars and all sorts of crap that they need to face. Uh, they need to face and fight. And the only way, at some point, there is gonna come a time, there is gonna be a day and you will have to stand up for, for yourself, and you will have to fight. And you better not cower, and you better not run away. Because in the end of the day, there is going to be nowhere to hide. You cannot hide from the truth. You cannot hide from God. You can't. Those people who hide, those people who try to bury themselves, who indulge in darkness, they're trying to coat themselves with that darkness, with that evil, and it leads them down a very nasty path, and they end up being not quite human at all. They lose their humanity. But even there, the truth will still find them. It's just gonna get a lot worse. So, since everybody got their share of darkness, and everybody got their share of pain and suffering, and, uh, and evil within them. Everybody got their darker sides. 
I think that it's better to... You know, the best way to win a battle is when you play it on your ground, on your soil. You set the rules, you establish the rules, and you charge, and you win. And you don't back off. And you fight it until it's done. Until you have all of those beasts tamed. And in your stables. It's better to do it on your terms than to do it on the terms of the enemy. Because if you allow Satan to take over your beasts, to take over your darkness, it's going to be a lot more difficult to work your way out of that. That's what I think. And that's what this track is ultimately about. Time to fight. It's about... It's about bigger things. It's not just about my little life and about what happened to me and, you know, what was happening to me back in 2006 or 2007 or 2010, you know, it's not just about that. What I was trying to say here, I was trying to say something. I was trying to say a lot more here in this song. That's why it is in the end of the Overcome album, there's gonna be two more tracks. There's gonna be the Stone Shower, and then there's gonna be uh, Save Tomorrow for Tomorrow. And I will get to them in the subsequent two uh, episodes of this show. Uh, and I think this is where I'm going to be wrapping up this episode. Uh, just in case, if you haven't heard any of my music yet, uh, check out Catherine Corelli. Find me on any major, major streaming platform. Catherine with a C, Corelli with a C. The links to my music are going to be in the description. There's a link to my website. There's a link to my email. In case you have any questions or you would like for me to expand on some of this analysis or you would... I don't know, whatever questions you have or you want to reach out to me and just, you know, speak your mind or something like this, you can reach out to me at ladycatherinecrowley at gmail.com. Um, also, too, you can find me, my music, and everything else that I do on YouTube. I'm still on YouTube. So you can look for Catherine Crowley on YouTube and you will find my music there, my released music. Um, also, too... On uh, January 30th, I'm dropping a new album called Natural Grotesque, so that is being released too, and it will show up on YouTube as well. Uh, on YouTube, I have a cat talk show where I'm talking about more, um, more about everything that, that has nothing to do with music. I'm talking about other things, about politics, about society, about you know good versus evil, about all sorts of things. And I also have a playlist called Cat Vibes, and this is... This is more about, you know, the more casual side of things. So it's me recording guitars or vocals or drums or, you know, digging up some soil in my backyard or doing something like this or just being in a car and driving uh, driving across the beautiful state of Kentucky where I live nowadays. And that that's indeed a wonderful, wonderful state. Very beautiful. So if you want to uh, check some of my Cat Vibes videos, go ahead and check them out. I've got some beautiful stuff there. All right. Also, do not forget that I have... A, a little business that I'm running, a side of music called Southern Caracal Skin Health and Aromatherapy. So this is about all natural products such as soap and lotions and uh, lip balms and uh, shampoo bars, all of them naturally uh, made, handcrafted, made of natural ingredients which are good for your skin, which are a lot healthier than the kind of products that you're buying at big box stores. So, if you want to check that out, check out the link in the description, southerncaracol.com. And uh, with that being said, I'm going to be wrapping up this episode. You will hear me on the next one, a week from now. 
Thank you for listening to me. Thank you for being with me. Thank you for following this show. If you like my show, please share it. You will help me. I love you, and you will hear me in the next episode. Brrrr.